0: My friends in Christ, forgiveness is surely one of life's most difficult challenges. But we have no choice. In saying that, I'm thinking not only of the gospel of forgiveness that Jesus preached so eloquently, I'm also thinking of the teachings, the holy wisdom of another much less well-known teacher also named Jesus, Jesus Ben Sirach, the author of today's first reading from the Book of Sirach. The Book of Sirach, sometimes called Ecclesiasticus, isn't all that well known, I think. It's part of our Catholic Bible, but it's not part of the Jewish Bible. And some scholars have advanced the theory that one possible reason why it's not is that its teaching about forgiveness and mercy as the only proper response to violence are not quite in keeping with the Jewish law, the Torah. The Torah makes clear provision for retaliation, measured retaliation for sure, but retaliation nonetheless. For instance, if your eye was taken in a fight, you could take an eye in return, but nothing more. Same for a tooth or a limb and so forth. Measure retaliation. But that doesn't sound very much like today's passage from Sirach. Listen again and you will see why it could have been regarded as being somewhat out of step with the Jewish law. Wrath and anger are hateful things. The vengeful will suffer the Lord's vengeance, for God remembers their sins in detail. Forgive your neighbor's injustice. Then, when you pray, your own sins will be forgiven. Can anyone nourish anger against another and expect healing from the Lord? Can anyone refuse mercy to another and seek pardon for his own sins? Anyway, way you read that, my friends, the author of those words, Jesus Ben Sirach, writing some 200 years before Jesus the Christ, seems to be anticipating the teachings of Christ by holding up forgiveness and mercy, not retaliation, as the only way to respond to an unjust attack. Forgive your neighbor's injustice. Then when you pray, your sins will be forgiven. You see why that reading was paired with today's gospel. Peter's question to Jesus, how many times must I forgive? Seven times? Sprang from a heart that was willing to go well beyond the demands of strict justice. Peter probably thought he was being very generous, going overboard even in his willingness to forgive a person as many as seven times, which in the scriptures is kind of an infinite number wasn't generous enough for Jesus. Jesus raised the ante, as he so often does. He challenged Peter to go beyond generosity, even to go beyond common sense. He challenged him to go to the place where only faith can go. In saying to Peter, not seven times, but 77 times, Jesus was telling him that there is absolutely no limit to the number of times a person is to forgive. That we are to forgive no matter how great the evil or how grave the injustice. And Jesus went even further. He went beyond forgiveness that's carefully measured out based on the offender's sorrow, the offender's willingness to make amends. Jesus made forgiveness a blank check we are to write, just as he did when he forgave his executioners from the cross. My friends, I realize that all of this can be very hard to swallow in our personal relationships. Very hard. It's even harder when we project it onto the world scene and see, for instance, how we, not our government, how we, as individuals, respond to a grave evil like the terrorist attacks of 9-11, which we remembered earlier this week. No doubt our government had to respond in a way that limited further violence and protected national security, but what was our personal response? Did we join the voices of those who scapegoated an entire people, promoted religious intolerance, and passed on hate-filled propaganda about the Muslim faith as... A religion bent on world domination? If that was our personal reaction, and if it still is, then we need to ponder closely today's gospel. In the parable, the unforgiving servant who had sinned extravagantly was also forgiven extravagantly. A huge amount, we're told, A more familiar translation renders that huge amount as 10,000 talents. That'd be something over the top like, I don't know, a trillion dollars. So we're not talking just about a huge amount. We're talking about a colossal amount. And Jesus says that we must be willing to forgive even something as great as that. And not once, not seven times, but 77 times. In other words beyond number. My friends in Christ, that is our challenge as followers of Christ, and a great challenge it surely is. It came to my mind recently when I listened to Julia Blake, the mother of Jacob Blake, the young black man in Kenosha, Wisconsin, who was shot in the back seven times by a white policeman and is now paralyzed from the waist down in comments his mother made to the media she said among other things and i quote i'm praying for jacob and i'm also praying for the policeman she went on to say i'm asking prayers not only for my son but for the healing of the nation she may not have known it But Julia Blake was giving a powerful homily on a Christian's response to violence, on Christian forgiveness, a homily more powerful by far and more real than any I could ever give. My friends, to follow Jesus Christ is to forgive 77 times without limit. It's to see things and to do things differently. I only wish I understood that as well as Julia Blake does. Happily, the Eucharist we are celebrating and are about to receive can help bring us to that place.